Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 50 of Reboot Army Underway. Golden anniversary. Golden? Silver? Oh man. Which one is it? Well, is it golden? I don't know. Is that a 50 thing? I don't know. I think like, so. I, I don't know. It's not really an well, anniversary. Your, it's your just golden 50 birthday episodes. is when you turn like like if I if I turn ten because my birthday's on the tenth. So if I turn ten on the tenth, that's considered my golden birthday. We're golden oldies, so, now, guys. So so when was when was uh, reboot already underway created? The seventeenth of May. That's we're coming up on that. Two weeks, two more episodes before season two starts, guys. But of course, if you didn't already know, I am one of your hosts, Jacob Lacey, joined again today as always by Aaron Hahn. Hello. And David Becker. Hello. We got a great show for you this week. As always, we're going to be talking about our final Netflix book club movie, The Pacifier. We made Aaron watch it, guys. We're all here. We're, we made yep. it. Yeah, we he did. Um, timeless. Yeah, timeless. I think that's one word for it, for sure. Um, and of course, we're or also... Or is it timely? Because of the random Nazi symbolism. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> well, um, guys, first we're going to be talking about a little uh, little thing that's been in the news lately, if you follow movie news, um, and that is that Sony, Sony Pictures, their movie division, uh, lost $791 million last year. Yep. Way too much, I think, maybe. Uh, yeah, so... I mean, this is just following a trend, right? They've been, they've been losing money years and years now, uh, all leading up to this huge, huge loss. Uh, so it kind of appears that Sony might not be long as we know, might not be around for as long as we might think, at least as right. we know them. I mean, there's also been rumors that uh, the parent company is looking to sell off the film division. Mm. There's been rumors of that for like a while now too, and it's basically like. You either gotta sell it off at this point, or it's not gonna be it, around. It's just gonna keep long enough it. for you to sell it off at any point. Yeah, but that leads me to my question, guys. Do you want Sony's movie division to die? If you do, why? If you don't, why? How can we fix it? Don't make promises you can't keep, Mr. Parker. Yeah, but those are the best kind. How can we fix it, guys? Other than seeing their trashy movies. I mean, that's that's our only other choice. But, I mean... I mean, what movie did they put out last year? Nine last Lives. Last year... What? Nine Lives. Nine Lives. They had, uh... They had, like, the, the Ghostbusters remake, right? That was them. Yep. And they had, um... Nine Lives. Did, was it Nine Lives, though? <laughs> yeah, Sony Pictures Animation. Bam. Nine they Lives. They had uh, the Angry Birds movie. Oh, yeah. Re- recently announced a sequel to that. So, yeah, you can't know, wait to... Gotta, gotta keep them around long enough for at least that. <laughs> <laughs> it's really important that we get that Angry Birds sequel. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much story left to tell, oh, Lacey. Yeah. I, I love their... They- their weird messaging too. It's perfect. Their their pro fascist yeah. message. Ooh, it's perfect. Yeah, it's quality <laughs> children's movie right there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Sony, as we're discovering right now, 
has not been releasing like anything, <laughs> anything good. They released um actually Don't Breathe, right? Uh, was that them? I think that was yeah, them. Yeah, that was them. And that's like the only thing that made Hand Over Fist money for them last year, basically. But it wasn't enough to make up for all the money they lost on Ghostbusters. I'm assuming they spent a lot on Nine Lives. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, so guys, do you want do you want Sony to die? I well, I sent you the like link to this article, and I was like, good. I want them to like burn because <laughs> I want I want them to go. And lose everything hmm. so that Marvel can just go and get full rights back to Spider-Man. Like, that mm-hmm. seems like the most likely, you know. So, so, so you're being so- selfish. Of course I'm being <laughs> selfish. <laughs> it's show business, man. It's show business. Now, what irony would it be if Sony has to sell the rights to Spider-Man back to Marvel? <laughs> like... Just I mean, to avoid bank. They obviously have no clue what they're doing with it. Yeah. As evident by the colossal failure of the Amazing Spider-Man franchise. I mean, you know, you got you got your two awful movies. No. And no, then no. just left all those plot threads hanging. <laughs> One awful right? movie, sir. Two two awful movies. <laughs> and then of course with all the reports of like, oh, we're gonna make a Aunt May spin-off. Yeah, I mean, obviously, this is a company that doesn't know what to do with anything. Like, they they have no, no, like, hand on the pulse of what people want. No one wants an Aunt May movie. (laughs) Well, see, their problem with their Spider-Man movie is that, like, Andrew Garfield, the lead, like, Peter Parker, he's like, yeah, I don't want to be Spider-Man, but I'm kind of just in this movie. Like, he he went on record and said, like, I don't want to be Spider-Man. I'm not a good Spider-Man. I don't want to do this. He was like, a good Spider-Man. And they're like, oh, no. So much. Oh, no. <laughs> you have a lot more movies to give us. And he's like, okay. And he's so, like, so you're saying, are you saying he intentionally sabotaged the movies so he could kill the franchise and not have to make them anymore? I mean, Marvel, he could be part of Hydra. Oh my Marvel god. Does have... Oh no. Oh god, Spider-Man is Hydra. Oh no, how deep does this go? <laughs> question. Not not yes. not Spider-Man. Actually yes. not a question, more of a statement. Okay. Not Spider-Man is not Hydra. Andrew Garfield. Right. Oh, it's Hydra. Sorry. sorry. Sent oh, from, of course. Sent sorry. from Marvel. Is Marvel picture. also Hydra? I don't no, know. No, no, is it no, no, is no. it all a front? Oh no. They make these movies about, like, anti-Hydra, just so we all get... They throw us off the scent, you know? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so we'll give them all their money to fund their secret Hydra operations. Yeah. It's bad. But back to Sony. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, and when you sent me that, I, was, I told you, like, my stomach dropped. Like, that's a heartbreaking amount of money to lose. Like, that is just, like... How? How Imagine that, imagine that, that meeting... That, oh that uh, end-of-the-year budget meeting. It's like, so, guys, how um, we do? We're screwed. Uh, we <laughs> lost. <laughs> lost? What? <laughs> yeah, I, I, but in my opinion, I don't want Sony to go anywhere. Because if they... Say Sony gets dissolved. Sony's IP all get dissolved into a different company. We're never seeing a 23 Jump Street, Aaron. Do we need a 23 Jump Street? We don't. We weren't, we weren't going to get a 23 Jump Street anyway. We were going to get the Men in Black 
Jump Street crossover, which is another sign of Sony having no idea how to build a yeah. franchise to keep but them afloat. Men in Black. All right, so, never mind. I do want Marvel to have Men in Black. I mean, am I am I wrong there? Well, no. okay. Do you do you want another cookie cutter Marvel super quote unquote superhero movie? Say, so, oh. Like, we have Men in Black, let's do it like we do all our other superhero movies. Or do you want a new individual attempt at a stylistic movie? David's digging in. Drag him, David. Drag him. No, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't want another company to get a hold of this stuff. Even if Sony isn't doing a great job at handling all of this, or even a good job. Like, at least they're making things like 21 or 22 Jump Street. If, if Disney absorbed Sony... We would never get another 21 or 22 Jump Street. We'd never have gotten that in the first place. They're not willing to take risks like Sony is. A sausage party. We would have never had sausage party if it wasn't for Sony. So, you know... I mean, that's not the most convincing case. So, you know, I'm, I'm all in for Sony. Because they've given me so much Seth Rogen laughs. You know? So... Yeah, but, like... Look at, look, at, look at what's coming out from Sony this year... The Emoji Movie. Oh, is that Sony? Is that is that uh, the kind of risk taking you're looking for? I mean, no. The Emoji Movie. Sidebar. You gonna you gonna go see the Emoji Movie now? <laughs> I want I want you to like swear on air. You're going no, to go see the Emoji Movie then, wrong. if you're so I'm not going you know, to support Sony. I'm excited just about Sony's make... experimental <laughs> takes on cinema. <laughs> I want you to say right now that you are going to pay money to go see the Emoji Movie. Well, no, technically, Aaron, you're on one side of the fence. Jake's kind of like in the middle, and I'm on the opposite. I'm saying I want someone, so technically, you should have me promise it. Guys. Are you going to go see the emoji? Guys, guys, guys. No. Let's all no. be real right now. I'm going to be seeing the emoji movie. That's just who I am. This is who I am as a person. This is what I've done to myself. This is my I brand mean, now. Why Movie Wednesday is a thing. Jake will go the see Angry part. Birds movie. So I, too, will probably see the Emoji movie. I love how it's uh, almost out and there's no second trailer yet. There was a first trailer? There was barely a first trailer. It's they had some teaser. kind of, like, vertical video kind of yeah. half trailer. It's a teaser, yeah. Did you, sidebar, did you see that uh, Jax Films made the second trailer for the Emoji movie? And it's pretty funny. Did not, Okay, no. well, we'll have to watch that later. Um... But yeah, so David, you, you don't want them to go away. No, I, want, I mean, because I don't want I don't want Marvel, say, to absorb Sony and just like take all just like, oh yeah, we got all these like new ideas and like, okay, they'll do them and they're doing well, but like we get so Marvel already has so many movies on their on their platter, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And which is fine, which is good because they always put out a, a good amount of movies, right? But um, do we really want to flood the market? Because what happens if we get? I mean, how many Marvel movies are we getting this year? Three, three, three from the MCU. From the MCU. Well, okay, so two say from, two from good studios. Uh, that was a I dig mean, say, at Spider-Man: Homecoming, everyone. <laughs> Say they flood the market. Yeah. Because that's what that's eventually what will happen. Oh, we're going to put out more. Because, okay, 
you were gonna they'll put out a, a new Spider-Man, <laughs> another. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, reboot, reboot already yeah. underway for yeah. the Spider-Man franchise. I'm <laughs> so sure. Say, Men in Black. So say they put put out all these quote-unquote superhero movies. You're gonna flood the market with six, say six new quote-unquote Marvel-esque superhero movies. Is is it gonna be like you know you eat too much of the same food, you end up not liking it. But weren't like, you weren't you arguing arguing last week when we were talking about X Men films that like the, there won't be an oversaturation of yeah, superhero films? Yeah, arguing that. But but <laughs> I was I was arguing correct. But I was arguing um, that from a point saying that yes, the fans want it. But like if you get too much of the same studio, I don't think that um, that's good. I want to have different takes because I I don't want to like okay for instance Jake and I. So what went and saw Free Fire, mm-hmm. correct? Yeah. Oh, From this- also, quick side note: um, if you want to hear a great story about our trip to Free Fire, uh, listen till after the music ends at the end of the podcast. We're gonna save it till then. A little little extra treat for you. All right. I'm excited. You know, I have not heard okay. this story yet. When when I when I um, go see a Marvel movie, I know exactly what I'm getting usually. Right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, don't look at me I, like that. I don't Jacob. agree. You can, I don't agree. I think there's different I'll, flavors. I will draw the, the algorithm for you. No, I, more or less, you, more you or have less, like you know an idea. Uh, you know, like the tone but and the, like the visual style and stuff like that. But Guardians. And, and I don't, and I don't want that for every single movie coming out next year. If say, if Marvel or someone else or Disney or whoever buy, buys it, well, I want, I, okay. I want Sony to keep taking risks. What they need. So yes, I was arguing. So you could have as many superhero, but I don't want all the same type of superhero okay, but, movie. But in the other vein, the thing is, even if they're not owned by Marvel, they're going to be making the same type of movie, just worse because that's what's happening. You look at no. Kong Skull. You look at Kong Skull Island. It's a Marvel movie with King Kong because they're taking the same style and everything. That's like, well, yeah, it that's, works for Marvel. That's very much the style of all blockbusters nowadays. Jurassic you look at World. Eh, it works Jurassic for World. Right. You look at uh, even the Star Wars films nowadays. I think are very much influenced by the Marvel for films. Sure. There's much more like quippy one-liners, mm-hmm. or at least a different style of one-liners than the Star Wars films used to have. I love those. So stories. all Sony needs is a good project, a good prod, uh, project head. Like when they're pitching all these ideas, they need someone to say, "This is awful. We should actually do something like good." Like with <laughs> all, like they just right. need, so, like they, they need right. someone yeah. to drive the car, not off the cliff. That's all they need. You solved that. <laughs> I mean, it, we just said to get done. rid of all the management and replace them with competent yeah. people. I agree. <laughs> That's the only Thank way. That, that, and that is how you fix the Sony the Sony problem because <laughs> uh, they have they have yeah. the uh, I can't they have the manpower. Let's say that I want to say something different, but they have the manpower for it. They just I'm, like it's it's like the it's like the kid in school who has all the potential but chooses to be lazy or chooses to get into drugs or alcohol and they just ruin it all. It's like, we just, we have all the, Sony has all the potential to do what they want, they whatever they want. But, but they're getting I, high on that Aunt May supply. Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of people that say that emojis school, man. are the new drugs <laughs> as well. So, <laughs> so I single-handedly fixed the uh, the problem over at Sony. If you want to employ yeah. 
Jacob, yeah, David, us. or Aaron. You we'll can follow kick you us right all on pants. Twitter and DM, DM us, Odie. <laughs> we'll be like, hey, guys, you guys don't understand what movie moviegoers like. What are you doing? Nine lives? Is this 2004? Come on. Get, get, a, get a hold of yourselves. Make This is the End 2. Make it a thing. Okay. I, said, I said someone with good ideas, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. If I got into Sony pictures, I'd be like, all right, wish fulfillment. Here we come. All right. This is the end, too. Sausage Party 2. <laughs> 23 Jump Street. Let's make it happen, did, people. Did you guys see the comment, the, the, the comment about someone tweeted Seth Rogen or no? Yeah, I sent that to you. Yeah, did Aaron see it? I, I did not. Don't see know this, that no. I sent it to Aaron. No, so I'll tell him oh. about it later. Uh, yeah, but guys, tell him about it later. I think that's about all we can really say about Sony, right? I mean, get competent. Yeah, management. we 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 solved the problem. Get get competent management. But, <laughs> There's really no another, other way. That's so get better management and don't sell out. Guys, who made chips? It was not Sony. Okay, because <laughs> that would have been my 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 just no burn it all down. I found a great GIF today talking about. Uh, yeah, good GIF. Sorry. What are you? What is it? No, it's it, no, it's. I said GIF, right? I said it both ways, um, but I found a great GIF when you, I was. I was you talking to you say about, it both ways? Are you yeah. joking? Yeah. That's like the internet will slaughter you for that. Okay, <laughs> but, but I was talking about Sony, and I'm like, here's a great GIF, and it's Luigi uh, whispering, and I think it's in, uh, I think it's in Masahiro Sakurai's ear, and he's like, burn it all down. <laughs> It's a pretty great gift. I don't know. We've devolved. Let's move on to the upcoming movies of the week. Don't push this button. Because that will set off the bomb immediately and we'll all be dead. Now repeat back what I just said. I agree. No! Nothing really big this week, guys. Oh, really? There's nothing you're no, nothing, excited about nothing this week? I'm excited about, Because really. you've been complaining about the... Uh, Upcoming movies of the week for a couple yeah. of weeks now. I just don't want to do it. I guess we can talk just, about I, I, All right, fine. Did I you guess, even look at what was coming out this week, or were you just, like, too fed up that you're just like, I'm I don't even so care this week? so fed up. I'm like, I'm not even going to look. But I did look you at one. I did look? look at one that I'm super excited for. So let's talk about that one, guys. Chuck. Of course, the movie <laughs> where um, a serial killer kills people and buries them underground. Um, yeah, we knew these jokes that. were coming. He does that a lot. And then he has a computer chip, I think, too. And he uses his ninja <laughs> kung fu. Um, I believe he also has to look over children in this one. And one of them's really into Nazi imagery. I don't know. It's really crazy. It's a crazy film. Um, That's yeah, like a like, film I would actually watch. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Guys, so Chuck. Let's just start at Chuck. Why not? Okay. Um, we'll build up to the big one. Uh so, Chuck is a movie starring Liev Schreiber, Jim Gaffigan, Elizabeth Moss, Naomi Watts. That's a pretty good cast. Has yeah. a has an eighty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I I know literally nothing about this movie. I just saw the name was it Chuck, is, and I'm like, I need to make this. I, joke. Yeah, I knew you were gonna make a joke about it. But it's about the the boxer who like inspired the rocky movies oh okay went 15 the rounds in the story. ring with muhammad ali all right well 
It's another boxing movie. There's, like, dude, there's so Why are many. there so many boxing movies? Someone's just like, dude, this is what Sony needs to get into. They just need to make only boxing movies because obviously they're making money. It's like the wrestling picture in, uh, in Barton Fink. You make a wrestling <laughs> picture. You know what they need? They need Nacho Libre, too. Oh, my God. That's, that's we a, have a is. winner. Is that a Gentlemen. Sony movie? Oh, my God. Dude, what if someone gets the rights to, to Nacho Libre? And like, here we go. Let's keep going. It will be me and David. David, David and I will direct Nacho You're Libre, You're literally too. the only ones interested in that IP, so, <laughs> yeah, I don't doubt well, it. There's a cult. I'm, I'm almost positive there's a cult following of Nacho Libre. I'm sure we can get Jack Black back. Oh. Like, he would he would be game. Like, Of course. He, I'm pretty sure he's game for any of his movies. Oh, yeah, I remember. I love playing Nacho. But let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. Well, let's move on. Is, is that it for Chuck? Yeah, that's it for Chuck. How about Three Generations, guys? A movie I had never heard of. Um, I still, doesn't still look like it's getting it, and we're super... talking about it, so... Yeah, doesn't look like it's getting super great reviews, but it has Elle Fanning. That's one of the reasons I want to talk about it. Um, also, Susan Sarandon. And Naomi Watts, again, she has two movies on the same day. She has day. two movies coming out this week. So that's a little crazy. Um, but yeah, it's a... I don't know, it's a comedy. Drama. A comedy. drama Dramedy? Dramedy, you know. Uh, releases, or a drama. Releases on May 5th. What? May 5th is next, or no, this Friday, or whenever release, this podcast is coming out. It releases in theaters May 5th, but on the it released on DVD January 1st of 2015. That That's can't be right. That's probably Flickster being inaccurate, but also yeah. this is a movie that I believe got pushed back, like, a couple years. Okay. Like, I think I remember seeing a trailer for this two years ago maybe where it had like a different title and then like i guess they just it got such poor reception at like a festival they showed it at that they just like mm. pushed it back until now changed uh changed the title from about ray to three generations yep ning nyun says worst movie ever had what <laughs> so no I, I don't know it looks somewhat interesting and uh, we don't get very many movies about uh, transgender, transgender issues. So, I don't know. Could be interesting. Um, guys, that's it. That's the, that's the week this week. That's it, that's, Except that's for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Something happened. What's up, guys? You guys excited for this one? No, not really. Not. So, I've been on a I am. Who wants to watch a dumb movie about a, a, a talking raccoon yeah. and a tree yeah, and that they wield machine tree. guns and yeah. listen to pop music? Yeah. Sounds terrible. So, I've been on record saying Guardians of the Galaxy is my favorite superhero movie of all time, my second favorite comic book movie of all time. Um, so... I'm super excited to, to dive into this. I'm, I'm excited to get back in with these characters, this world. I mean, I remember seeing Guardians of the Galaxy 1, and just, it was one of those ones we weren't sure about, you know? We go in, we're like, I don't know, this is a bit weird. But I came out, just, just 
Hooked on a feeling. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so excited. I can't contain myself. I'm gonna have to Sam. wait until Sunday gonna... night. Yeah. Yeah. That's, oh, I'm gonna I'm, see it before means... you. Yeah. yeah. Yes. My sister like never happened. To, uh, escape I'm also to waiting until Sunday night. Yeah. Because I'm gonna see it with Jacob. I am seeing it. Friday. I swear to God, Aaron. And I am going to spoil everything. No, I don't even care about spoilers. I, I, will, no long, I will no longer be on this podcast if you text me any spoilers. <laughs> I'm not going to spoil it to you, David. Just to, oh, just to no. lazy. You know I don't have the guts to end the podcast. How dare you? <laughs> oh, I do. Um, no, but uh, yeah, I swear to God, if you even tell me if it was good or not, I will lose my mind. I want nothing from you, Aaron. Nothing. I will. I will be respectful. Thank you. Will not say a word. Don't don't pull a split for but, me. All right. Don't do it. Um, yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll, talk we'll get about the split. It. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Uh. When I went to go see a movie, I'll be talking about next segment. That. Oh God, it's a big one. Um. Uh, <laughs> when I went to go see it, there was a trailer for Guardians Two in front of it. And it was the most recent one, and I was like, oh, God, this is going to spoil stuff for me, isn't it? But I watched it, I'm like, no, I got a couple more jokes, but, I mean, it's not the full joke. And also, Yeah, so far, they haven't really revealed much about the story no. or anything. Also, Baby Groot is absolutely the cutest thing I maybe have ever seen. There's, like, a little quick clip where he, like, waves. He's like, he's waving to Gamora, and he's like, hi. And she's like, oh, hi stay over there and like is like firing guns i'm like oh god it's adorable i mean it's like so obviously designed to sell more toys oh, totally. but at the same time you can't you can't hate help him. but you, you, you can't hate him you can't hate baby Groot. no especially when he's still voiced by vin diesel <laughs> and you're like you yeah. go vin diesel yeah david what do, what do you think about guardians 2 I don't think the soundtrack is going to be as good. I don't know why, but I'm feeling it. Did you look at what songs are on it? Because I did, and I nope. kind of feel bad about it. But I I, uh, I think it's going to be a great soundtrack. There's some bangers on there, man. There's some bangers. Not from Miley Cyrus's bangers. Oh, is that, that's... Not, is that not classic enough no, for this not, movie? No. That's the problem. But I swear to God, when I was looking... <laughs> So apparently the song of the year is Run Through the Jungle for some reason because it was in Kong Skull song Island. Song of the year? Yeah. It was in Kong Skull Island and it was in Free Fire. And for a moment I'm like, is it going to be in Guardians 2? I swear to God, if it's in Guardians 2. And then I looked, I'm like, oh, thank God. Like, I love the song, but guys, we need to cool it on Run Through the Jungle for a little bit. Guys, in two weeks, you'll be hearing us talk about Guardians of the Galaxy spoilers and all. Uh, actually, that'll be our first episode of Season 2. Well, we started Season 1 with Civil War spoiler talk, so it's kind of... Look at that. Look at how far we've come. Dude. We have, we've, we've, we have not. We've not have we not come, come anywhere. That sounds weird. All right, guys, it let's does, move it, on. Yeah. Let's move on. <laughs> Poor phrasing. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> what have we been watching this week? 
Here he is. A thousand apologies. I hate it when people are tardy. It's good to meet you, boys. Thanks for coming out. Whoa. That's definitely not a plane. <laughs> what do you think that was? I don't know. <laughs> David, do we want to do we want to work together? We want to get this one that we saw right out of the way. Oh yeah. Let's go. I mentioned it earlier. Let's knock it out. Jacob and I saw Free Fire. Free Fire. So oddly enough, oddly enough, the final countdown was not in Free Fire. I don't know why. It could have been in Free it, Fire. Well, like about ten years off, but yeah. So yeah, Jake. Jake texts me. He's like, "Hey, you want to go see this movie?" I was like, "I never heard of it." I'm like, "Sure." And he's like, "Oh, we have to drive an hour to see it." I was like, "Oh, <laughs> I guess I'm already like I'm already into this." But no, I was happy I went. And there's a little problem when we got in the theater, well, but uh, I guess we'll, we're gonna we'll talk about it. that we'll later. It. It's like, oh my but god, I guys! No idea like, what. We need to kind of sell this story because it might be the strangest thing that I've ever had happen to me in a movie theater ever. And I think maybe you agree, David. Yeah. 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 It's pretty oh, yeah. crazy. Um, was it was it stranger than watching Fantastic Four and having to? figure out how a movie like that got a theatrical release was it stranger than that because that, that was pretty that strange. strange maybe not but this is like from the not the movie itself you know this is like the audience. right right now the audience was was strange but yeah free fire super so, fun movie go see it was actually movie. it was actually really good yeah like i had no idea what this movie was about i kind of like Rolled up. I got my popcorn, so I was happy. This this place has the you can butter your own popcorn. Oh, God, so you can butter your own popcorn, David. Uh, I told I told I told Jake about the technique, and he's oh, like, "Oh, technique. I think I gotta hop on this I technique." I love the technique. Oh, it's great. Spin, but, me, spin me a weave about the technique. <laughs> yeah. So at first, like I was I was trying to figure out, I'm like, where's this movie going? And then once I like figured out, like, oh, like it's like this is what this movie's gonna be. I started loving it. Like it's like a dark action comedy and it's super dark and also like it, it's it super it funny so well, <laughs> it plays with it so well um charlotte copley is actually the funniest person in this movie which i was like no charlotte copley maybe the guy from transformers 4 whose name i already forgot who is also in sing street um uh, Jack Rayner. Yeah, Jack Rayner. I'm like, Transformers 4, I'm okay with Transformers 4 being a movie because it gave us Jack Rayner. <laughs> Jack Rayner is so funny in this movie, but I was surprised at how funny Charlotte Copley was because the only thing I've really ever seen him in, like, for real, was Hardcore Henry, in which he's also supposed to be, like, some kind of comic relief, but, like, he's bad, <laughs> and so, but he, he kills it in this movie. He's fantastic. And just the, uh, I mean, if you know what the movie's about, it's about a, two rival gangs getting trapped in a warehouse together, and then, like, all of them have guns, and so it, it's just basically a free fire, you know? Whoa, whoa, my <laughs> goodness gracious, I just put it together. You put it together. Thanks, Jacob. Um, you're welcome. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, what... Like, just the building of tension up until when it all breaks down is fantastic. And when it finally does break down, it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. And it's like, 
why is this funny? It's a bunch of people dying, but it's funny. So who knows? Who knows, man? In the in the insult game was ten out of ten. Oh yeah, ten out of ten. Highly would recommend if you need some good insults, go see this movie so you can throw them, <laughs> throw them around. There are just moments that I think I'll probably quote for a while. Anything about cardboard armor is just gonna be top tier for me at this point. <laughs> So, and the golden the golden hour as well. The golden hour, yeah, of course, the golden so, hour. So, if you want to know what we're talking about, go see the movie. Go see it, yeah, for sure. Give give A24 your money for this, because if you want to see more movies like this, you kind of need to support them. Um, I don't know. Is it right, Aaron? I mean, I want to see this <laughs> movie, but, like... I'm just messing with you, man. I it's not playing there, right? Yeah. Oh, you mean you don't... You mean you don't want to drive... An hour to go see this movie, Aaron. I mean, I do not. Because oh, okay. it will probably hit Amazon Prime later this year, yeah, being an 824 release. Is it 824? I have no idea. I- I've just been calling them 824. But guess what, guys? It Comes at Night is getting great reviews. <laughs> A24, man. New favorite. Uh, new favorite. Uh, Why don't they ab- absorb Sony? Oh, that would be fantastic. Because they know what to do with movies. Yeah. All right. Well, David, you want to continue down your list? Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, I didn't really watch a lot this week because it's the summer, and everyone's like, oh, so you're going to watch a lot more TV? Nope. <laughs> got, I got good things to do. So basically, I, I'm i on season... I think I'm on... I, I finished season three, so I'm on season four of Seinfeld. I haven't started it yet, but... When I do, it's about to be glorious, I can tell you. Mm-hmm. Um, watched a few episodes of It's Always Sunny. I watched The Nightman Cometh. Mm-hmm. And solid episode. Solid, very solid episode. And then I also watched the episode when um the gang gets extreme makeover edition. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that that is that is a beauty that I forgot. I didn't forget about it, but that's just one of my episode. favorite episodes yeah. of the entire show. Love it. Love it. I actually watched a couple, too. Eh? I watched, because uh, my sister's home for the summer now, so, and she's watching through it. So I watched the one where the waitress gets married. And oh, I had yeah. to come in for that one just because of the Charlie subplot where they go to the restaurant and it's like, you're a philanthropist. Now you're a philanthropist. Well, what do you do? I don't know. You help uh, children, women, Africans, anything. <laughs> Just his. Uh, I am a full-on rapist. Oh my goodness! You know, children, Africans, women—that sort of thing. <laughs> Such a good line. Um, yeah. So always sunny. Always, always sunny. Always a win. Oh, indeed. Except for the two bad episodes of the show. Yeah. Which are what? The Frank's the Frank-centric brother. episodes. Frank's brother and P- Frank's POV episode, or whatever it's called. Yeah. Being Frank. Don't don't make me argue. Uh, <laughs> not not here. Not here. Not here. Uh but um so yeah, I watched Free Fire and I watched I started you ready for the drum roll. Da, 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 13 reasons. Why would you do that? <laughs> because my girlfriend wanted to watch a new show and she really wanted to watch this and it's tweeted about all the time, so I was like, "Well, better figure out what everyone's tweeting about, so I don't, and so I can stop avoiding them and stop being spoiled." So, stop being. Spoiled. I'm watching. 
Yeah. Okay. I, I saw like, because like half of Twitter right now is about 13 reasons, so I can't yeah. really look at Twitter. So I might as well watch it so I can get back to Twitter. That's what the world's come to. Okay. And because everyone who watches this show is like, oh my gosh, like this is amazing, like the best show ever. And I mm-hmm. don't know if I don't see it like at all. Like mm-hmm. I I can understand like why it's gripping some people, but I'm I'm only two episodes in, and there's 13 episodes. What would you expect? Also 13 right? reasons. No, exactly. Jacob. Whoa! Look at that. It's crazy. That's how episodes work. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I really just don't know what to think of it right now. Like, are they going for like? A high school just drama. They're going for like a mystery. Like I, I just don't know what they're doing, and so maybe I just gotta keep watching it. But right now, I'm just kind of like, oh wow, this is overrated. But well, I have I haven't finished it yet. So most things on Netflix are pretty overrated. <laughs> like the things that everyone's like need to be watching this. Like I'm like, eh, well, I don't think I need to watch Cake Boss. Everyone, let's let's just all calm down about Cake Boss. <laughs> No, what's the not Cake Boss? What's the British one? British Bake Off. Oh, the Great British Bake Off. Yeah, everyone's losing their minds about that show, and I'm like, everyone, calm down. It's a baking really? show. Calm down. Um, no, this is that's a train I absolutely need to get on. No, oh. I don't know. But Thirteen Reasons <laughs> British why, people. I don't know. I saw baking. I saw the stuff for it, and I was like, Whoa, it's crazy. It's nah. unheard of. I'm not not a big fan of high school dramas, and also. The only other thing I've seen about that show is how, like, a bunch of people, or a bunch of, is it all of Canada? Like, Canadian schools are like, nope, can't talk about this show in school or whatever. I'm like, every what time. did you read that? It was something on AV Club. I'll find it. But there is, um, there are people that are, like, super mad about, like, certain aspects of the show, supposedly. But... So I want to get to those parts and and wonder if I can support like this show, you know, because everyone's like, oh, it's so good, but the, like, is that like a real part of the internet? Because you know, not everything on the internet's real. Everyone that's like, hey, like, what? there's some fundamental, there's some fundamental problems with this, with this plot and like what's going on, and everyone's like, no, it's so good. So like, I can't wait to like finish it and then I can go read all the problems about it and then have my own opinions on it as well. So I think that's why I'm watching it just to. Just to make, like, like I'm, be I'm watching, part of the conversation. Yeah, that and, I, I do that sometimes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's that, and so I can, I, so I can hate it and and explain <laughs> to why all my friends, because all my friends are like, oh, it's so good, I can't, so I'm gonna watch it. Oh, the hate and watch. I, yes, I have. Then I'm just, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna argue against it. Be like, no, it's not good for all these reasons. That they're gonna be like, I don't care. So that's where I'm kind of at. I don't necessarily hate it yet, but I'm kind of like. Why am I doing this? But yeah, okay. No, sorry. It, my my girl, my girlfriend's super into it. She's like, "Oh my god, this is so good!" I was like, oh. "So let me be, let me clarify something I said. It's not all of are Canada. You, are you apologizing to the beautiful country of Canada? Fake news. Fake news. Lacey's spreading am, fake news. I am fake news. I no one's it. gonna trust this podcast anymore. No. Uh, but yeah, I just saw that and I was like. It's always something with you people. <laughs> oh, don't don't read Harry Potter because there's witchcraft in it, and it's also fiction. So you know it's fake, but we're still scared about it. Go away. 
You dummies. It's just a it's just a story. Calm down. So what here. was the actual news article? I just told you. Yeah. It was one school banned discussion of the show. Oh, okay. Yeah. How do you well, ban discussion? It's all of Canada. I, you how, know, do you, it how do you ban discussion? Like you're walking do, in the man. hallway. I'm sorry to all our Canadian listeners, but you're all too polite sometimes. You know what I mean? Well, now you're just fulfilling stereotypes. Oh, no. no. Oh, God. <laughs> what happened? We're, we're falling apart. David, what's your next thing? I'm not. I'm not falling apart. You are. Like. <laughs> no, I said David all of it. I meant like host. every part of me. Yeah. But um, Season no. That's that's literally on. pretty much all I watch. I think. All right. Until something like pops in like three hours later in the podcast. Like, oh. <laughs> all right. What well, about Prison Break? Did you watch Prison Break oh, yeah. this week? Thank you, Aaron. I watched Prison Break, but um, yeah. I, this week's been very disjointed because of, uh, you know, summer's here, so I'm tr- like trying to like transition and. Summer is not here for some of us. Yeah. Thank you very much. Ha-ha. Sorry, Aaron. Not really, but Prison Break had a great moment this week. Well, last week. Yeah, last week, and it was phenomenal, and my heart was happy. Go watch Prison Break. Don't watch the new season. Watch one through four, and then watch the new season. And don't watch any trailers from the new season, but watch seasons one through four first. Bam. Okay. That's all. That was it now. Yeah, because I didn't watch um, Into the Badlands because I'm behind like two weeks now since the cable is out at school. So I'm just kind of like, oh, that sucks. So I'm probably just going to watch it when it hits Netflix. Aaron. Yes. Can can I go next? You can go. Internet, Jacob actually went. Like, he left. I didn't... That's not what I was giving him permission for. I didn't, I, I didn't give him permission to leave. Listen here, everybody! Forgotten is one of the worst films I have ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> I needed time to clear my head, but I'm back now. Phoenix Forgotten is a ripoff. <laughs> is this like an Alex Jones? <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to do like maybe WWE Shoutcaster or something. I don't know. I am in no way trying to invoke anything Alex Jones related. No hate here for anything except for Phoenix Forgotten and everything it stands for. (laughs) Phoenix Forgotten is not only a ripoff of the Blair Witch Project, but it is also a ripoff of Blair Witch. They lied, everyone. They lied. Fake news. Fake news. They decided to tell us, oh, it's a story of a boy and his two friends going into the desert to find aliens. When really, the whole time, it's not that at all. The first scene plays. We go in. We see the boy. We see his family. It's his sister's sixth birthday. They're sitting at the table. They're doing interviews. I'm like, here we go. The lights are going to come. The lights come. They blow away stuff. I'm like, all right, movie start. Then all of a sudden, the video pauses. 
And then voiceover starts. And at that moment in the theater, guys, you'll see my face, but the people listening will not. I went like this. The face is confused, rattled. Ex excuse me? What? what? What's happening right now? And the sister continues. She says things like, this is the last memory I have of my brother. And then it's like, oh, God. Well, what's happening? What is this movie? And then, boom, cut to the sister. She's 27, like-ish. I'm going to guess 27. Uh, but then it's like, oh, my God. This movie is Blair Witch and Blair Witch Project in one movie, but bad. Really, really bad. And so they do this whole thing. It's a fake documentary about what happened to her brother. They're looking for answers. And then, oh God, we just don't have the tape. Where is the tape of when he went missing? We're missing a tape. And then one day, a tape emerges in this one weird, strange little thing. And I call it Watch the Tape. And then the tape is literally Blair Witch Project. It is Blair Witch Project, but in the desert, everything is the same. Everything is the same. One of them goes crazy. They start to hear voices. Oh my God, it's Blair Witch Project again. And then <laughs> the guy's gone. Older guy's gone. It's like, oh, well, no, I hope no one falls for that again. Five minutes later, the girl starts hearing voices. Oh my God, she's falling for it too. How is this happening? All of a sudden, third person hears voices, falls for it. Are you kidding me? You just saw your two friends get abducted and they did the same thing as you. Why are you doing this? Why? And then, guess what? They find a cabin. They find a cabin, just like in the Blair Witch Project. It's the same movie. And then I'm like, okay, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Maybe, maybe all of this, 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 this documentary stuff won't be, won't be so bad. If something happens to the sister, maybe something will happen to the sister. Maybe we'll get something that comes back. Maybe the aliens will visit her. But after, after they find the tape, after they watch the tape, the movie ends. That's the end of the movie. The whole documentary subplot is for nothing. It exists for nothing, and it is nothing. Oh my god. This movie is one of the worst films I've ever seen. I've never been so bored in a movie in my entire life. None of the scares are real. For some reason, they bring Ezekiel's wheel into it from that Bible story that I don't remember. And then it's like, why is this a thing? And then they show the UFO, and it is Ezekiel's wheel. Why is it Ezekiel's wheel? I don't know. I'll never be able to explain it. But oh my god. Are you trying to pronounce Ezekiel? Whatever. I don't know. Sure. All Ezekiel's I know, real. All I know is that I was the only person in this theater, except for an old man who came in five minutes after me, and he jumped at every single thing that wasn't scary at all. And I'm like, sir, have you ever even seen a horror film, sir? And then he, when all of everything's going down, and as soon as the movie, you know, because every found footage movie, when it ends, it gets all quiet. He goes, holy crap. Like, he was so impressed at what the movie was. And I'm like, sir, do you not know? Do you not know? <laughs> and he is well, left again, Internet. Yes, he is gone. If you want to have the full review, I'm pretty sure he won't write one. We'll ask when he gets back. I don't think he'll be able to handle writing down a review. Over at his laptop, I'm furiously typing.
Well, and he's, he's back. Yeah. What's up, guys? You ready to start the podcast? Uh, it's weird. I kind of blacked out there for a second. I don't know what really happened, but I'm back. And, uh, yeah. So tell us what else you've watched. So I watched this Phoenix week. Forgotten this week, guys. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> it's bad. Don't see it. Don't give them your money. No one wanted to um, see it. I don't understand why you went to see it. Why you put yourself through this. I think it's because it's a found footage. I have oh, no sympathy yeah. for you. Well, you brought this on yourself. I mean, I don't want to... I don't want to toot my horn, but I thought that was a pretty good bit. So I think it's worth it just for that. But uh, So, uh, yeah. Phoenix Forgotten. My throat really hurts now. And no, I wasn't trying to do an Alex Jones thing, but I realized after I'd already started, I was like, oh God, this is, it's too late. I can't stop now. <laughs> so, also, on top of that... <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's all I watched, man. I don't know. That's all I watched. Was that all you watched? Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm making sure because I I do feel like I blacked out there for a second. <laughs> the spirit <laughs> the spirit of Alex Jones overtook me, and I felt the racism coming on by the seconds. Oh god, <laughs> it was too much. It was too much. I'm glad I got out when I could. Um, who knows what could have happened? Really, really. Who who knows? I'm trying. So to- should I go? Uh, yeah, you're good. That's all I've seen. Okay, I had a really light week this week as well. Because, you know, I'm coming up to... I'm close to my summer. I'm not quite there yet. But that means I have a bunch of final projects and stuff mm-hmm. coming up. So, watch two things. Uh, finished watching Troll Hunters, finally. Again, mm-hmm. highly recommend it. If you're, you know, looking for a good Saturday morning cartoon kind of vibe, you know. Started out a bit cliched, but the story really, you know, I, I really enjoy the mythology that, like, Del Toro has, like, brought to the table and, like, all his creature design. It makes it a really fun watch. And, of course, the voice acting is great. Um, it's going to be... I'm, I'm curious what they plan on doing after season two, if they're planning on continuing it or not, because yeah. of, you know, the whole situation with Anton Yelchin. Yeah. But... You know, if it's just the two seasons, it would have been worth it because it's a really good show. And also, just want to note that it won, it apparently won six daytime Emmys this weekend. So, there it you go. won them. I, I heard it's, it was nominated. I didn't hear that it won. So oh, I thought it won. I don't remember. The daytime Emmys were just today, weren't they? Yeah. Okay, I don't know. I didn't see that. I saw when they were getting nominated. Like, I saw him tweeting about it, but I didn't see anything past that. So, that's cool. Yeah, but they, they won, because the daytime Emmys were today, and... Okay. Yeah, I'll probably maybe get into it. This is based on a book he wrote, right? Uh, right. Okay, cool. I'm not checked out the book at all, but, you know, probably just a standard kid's book. Okay. And then the other thing I watched this week, watched one movie. It's a fairly big, big item, though. I watch. I finally got around to watching Split, now oh, that yeah. it's available for rental. I, I already forgot you'd watched this. <laughs> oh. we had a so, Aaron, 
Are yes. you ready for the perfect trilogy to be complete now? No, wait, hey, bop, 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 bop. don't do this, man. Don't do this. Wait, for what's people the who perfect have... trilogy? Don't, David, do not do this for people who don't know this, the splits twist ending. Do not do this to them. Oh, are you talking? Yes. First off, to clarify, the reason why I made sure to watch it this week is because I went, I went three months without hearing anything, and then all of a sudden, like a week after it comes on DVD, everyone's like, oh, it's cool to just spoil things in news headlines now. So, the big moment, yeah, the big, the big part of this film was spoiled for me right before I was set to watch it. And I woke up, and I woke up later than I normally do that day. And I saw it, and I'm like, oh, God, I need to text Aaron right now and tell him not to go on Twitter. And then all of a sudden, I text him, and he's like, I already know. I'm like, oh, God, I'm sorry. <laughs> and I was very upset because that would have, if I had, like, come into that film not knowing, that would have been an incredible moment, and I would have loved it. Maybe it would have redeemed the fact that I did not care for this movie. Yeah, that's right. This movie sucks, everyone. I, I, I'm with Lacey. I don't understand what people were seeing. And okay, I understand a little bit of what people were seeing in this movie. No. I see the acting capability. That, yes, James McAvoy, great performance. Yeah. You know, even Anya Taylor Joy uh, isn't bad. And yeah, Anya Taylor Joy did a solid job as well. You know, mm-hmm. but I, I think you know. It's an incredible performance, and he really, like, carries the entire film based on... It's probably the best performance M. Night Shyamalan has ever gotten out of an actor. Not that that's necessarily that high of a standard, but... Definitely not. He's just like, hey, look, this guy can direct sometimes if he he feels like it. (laughs) (laughs) Can't write, though. Still cannot write. He... But, yes. Oh, my God. The script is so annoying. There is so much exposition, and he does this Preach. every single movie. Preach. It's just, he's, he, yeah, he's very much a, tells, he tells but does not show yeah. very often. You read my thing? I did read. Oh, that I is read right. Lacey's uh, Fix This Film, finally. Yeah, that's right. And that's really the major point you hit upon and that, like, whole thing. Like, yeah. you listed three, like, you have three bullet points, but they were all, like, exposition-related. Yeah. There were three ways of handling it, because he has three, there's three things that he does throughout the entire movie that are all just telling instead of showing, but he does it in three different ways. It's like, you couldn't fix just one of these? Like, you couldn't just show us what's in his head? Like, why? That's so dumb. <laughs> just tell us? Oh, cool. Thanks. Thanks, M. Night. And there's just, but there's just like so much dialogue and so many lines that are like don't sound like real people. Like, what's the what's the one? Did you watch the honest trailer yet? Uh, no, I did not. Oh. I only made one. Yeah, it's the it's the line where she's the the psychologist or whatever is talking to um, talking M. to M. Night himself. Yeah, and she's like, it's this huge strung along sentence about how Hooters is bad for you. <laughs> Like, I don't know, man. I'm like, this is a weird line to have, and it's, uh, no one talks like this. No one at Pretty all. Pretty much any scene with the psychiatrist that is Horrible. not also have McAvoy in it should have been cut. Yeah. 
Like, this movie is too long at two hours, and a lot of the stuff with the psychiatrist should have been cut, especially when she just goes on, like, expositional rants about, like, oh, he's the next stage in human evolution, whatever. I love I love the part where she tells him about his split personalities. That's my favorite. You think he doesn't know, you idiot? <laughs> like, I understand this is for the audience, but shut up. <laughs> like... So, yeah, oh, it's... I mean... I have to concede that this is much better than many of his recent films. Oh, yeah. I'd probably, you know, rank it, like, around the middle of his filmography. Okay, yeah. But at the same time, it's just... It's all the same failings that he's always had. Like, he has not... He has not, like, improved as a director at any point, you know? Yeah, it's all the same failings with just bigger highs. So people, like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, there's bigger peaks so that the valleys, even though they're still low, it's like, hey, it's at least a roller coaster down. You know what I mean? Yeah, compared to many of his recent films, certainly yeah. there's more highs. Because, yeah, James McAvoy's performance is great. That ending moment is fantastic. Loved it. But I also just want to say, this movie... I can't, I can't even express myself fully because Lacey knows the language I was using right after seeing this movie yeah. to describe this movie. Yeah. But... It's problematic. The thi- like, yeah, like, the thing is, before this movie even came out, I was having a conversation with my friend, and my friend is like, I really do not like this movie coming out because all the marketing is all just like, oh, look, this guy has, you know the DID and like oh isn't that so terrifying to think of a person having multiple personalities and you're like well that's really offensive because there are people in life who are really struggling with mental illnesses like this and you know the the whole like perpetuating the idea that they are like scary as opposed to like people who need help and people who are often the victims of situations like this as opposed to the perpetrators it's like, yeah, I, I agree where that's coming from. But then I watch the film, and it's almost worse than that. Because it's not that it's, like, making people it, who have mental illness into, like, like vilifying them. It's, like, it, it, it glorifies mental illness in this really uncomfortable way. Yeah. Especially when you get to, like, the end, the whole resolution to this yeah. movie. You're just, like, he's, like fetishizing trauma yeah. in this really gross way that just, like, ruined my enjoyment of this movie. Like, I wish I could, you know, just look at this and be like, oh, this is a... F- it's a pretty dumb movie, but it's a pretty fun movie because at least you got James McAvoy just doing whatever and you got, like, this weird, like, comic book supervillain kind of vibe and all that sort of stuff. But I can't enjoy it like that because his decision to try to bring in these themes of like mental illness and trauma and all this and deal with this. And he does it, he handles it in such a poor way, in such a tone deaf way mm-hmm. that it ruins the movie experience for me. It's very much, it very much felt kind of like lights out to me mm-hmm. where I really enjoyed a lot of aspects of the movie, but just the way it handled by by bringing in like this this uh, these plot points about mental illness, that it just kind of ruined the entire movie experience for me to the point where I couldn't really enjoy it anymore. 
even yeah. if there were so many parts that I wanted to enjoy about it. Yeah. I mean, so yeah. And it, it really upsets me because, you know, especially given how this movie, the, the very final moment of this movie, mm. I just, you know, I wanted to love this movie more than I actually could. Mm-hmm. I think it's disappointing that they try to bring in so much heavy material in what should have been, especially given how, you know, especially given how the ending kind of creates a new context for all the preceding events. Mm -hmm. It's very disappointing that they tried to make it such a darker, heavier movie as opposed to like a more fun, you know, just like campier film. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to know I'm not crazy. I'm not the only one who thought it was pretty bad. So, because I felt I felt it for a while. I'm like, everyone loves this movie. My family watched it this week. They're like, oh man, we liked it a lot. I'm like, it's bad. I don't like it. Am I the only one? I'm really the only one. Oh my god. Oh You're my not god. alone. Okay. It's not. It's not terrible, but it's not good. It's still pretty low on my list. I don't know where it's going to end up at the end of the year, but. I think for me right now, it's like six out of eight. Mm, mm. Hmm. All right. Well, got anything else for us, Aaron? Nope. That was my week. All right. Uh, also, my... Beyond is... what we're going to be talking about next. All right. One, two, three, four, five, six. Minus sixth from bot. So it's 10th out of 16. Just above Sandy Wexler. So. Same for me, too. The ones below it are Sandy <laughs> Wexler and the Bye Bye Man. Oh, Bye Bye Man's below it? Oh, no, man. Yes! No, man. Bye Bye Man is top. It's God tiered. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, oh, yes. Yeah, so I was looking at my list in the reverse way. Bye Bye Man is actually number one, everyone. Oh, yeah, yeah. You the were reading it upside down. Years. That's the, that was your problem. Guys, let's move on. The Netflix book club movie, guys. It's our final Netflix book club movie. It's been a long Indeed. ride. We, we've gone through so many. Starting with uh, Mulholland Drive. Barton Fink was in there. Gross Point Blank. Uh, following. Other movies. <laughs> the Crow was in there at some point. But, uh... Now we're finally at the end. Aaron, would you like to lead us into it one last time? Okay. This is the Netflix Book Club segment where we all sit down. We watch a movie that is available on Netflix streaming. You okay there, Lisa? My cat is attacking me. <laughs> I think I riled It's because you up. insulted nine lives earlier. Oh, I, thought I, I thought it might have been because ah. I was uh, riling him up with my Alex Jones impression. I don't know. <laughs> that too. All right. But yeah, we all sit down, we watch a movie that's available on Netflix streaming together, and then we discuss it in depth with spoilers. So this week, we got a little something special for uh, the final installment of the segment before we swap it out for something else, as we are prone to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I give are... you Vin Diesel's best movie. <laughs> yes, we are looking at the the uh, classic, the, the, the most classic of all the classics. Yeah. Vin Diesel's The Pacifier. Land! Oh, land! I think it went well. Oh, it's 
Now, we've seen this movie, David and I. So, Aaron, I think we should leave the forum to you. What did you think about this movie? You know what? You, you know what? This movie, it just never stopped surprising me. You know? <laughs> just like, you just, you just get to this moment, and the, then Vin Diesel has to like go into the principal's office, and they're like, hey... This kid you're looking after, he's dyed his hair blonde, and we found this in his locker. And they show, and they come out with this Nazi armband. And then you find out in the next scene, it's because there's a production of The Sound of Music being But I don't think that's the best twist. I think the best twist comes at the end when it turns out that the only Korean actors in this entire film turn out to be the secret agents for North Korea and the villains of the entire movie. (laughs) Like the only non-white people in this entire movie. I like how we got. I like how we got the principal. Like, oh yeah, I'm just this nanny, and the principal's like, "Oh, you're kind of hot. Like, can I come over and see if the kid's okay?" I'm yeah, like, then oh, she yeah. just like has random like police training or army training yeah. or whatever it was. Yeah. You know, Air like, Force, uh, yeah. As soon as she brings it up, you're like, "Oh well, they're gonna be together by the end." <laughs> how do you like the choreographed dancing? Yeah, man. Oh yes, it was. Uh, it was wonderful. Were you surprised that the, the dance is what saved them in the end? Step to the right three times. Hobble like a crab. It's such a ridiculous like contraption that like he has to work through though. <laughs> like why would he even set it up that way? Hold your breath, jump to the left. That's the how, much, how much money do you think was put in put into that contraption? In their basement, right? In, like, in in the film universe or, like, for the actual movie's budget. Because either way, it's way too much. (laughs) Very true. How do you like uh, Vin Vin Diesel changing a diaper? Is that something you needed to see in your life? Because I think it was something I needed to see in my life. I mean, yes. This movie was... Absolutely worth it, you know, just to see uh, Vin Diesel have to take care of a bunch of uh, unruly children right there, you know, just. It's a good time. It's a a quality, quality family film there. (laughs) What's up, man? What do you you think about this classic movie? Okay. Sometimes I think the critics are all single non-family people i mean i just got back from viewing this movie with seven adults and 11 children it was wonderful to watch the kids giggle and hurrah at vin diesel tough guy nice guy real softy routine whether he was kicking bad guys or changing diapers he was great while there are many cliches and material we've seen in other forms we sometimes forget that this stuff works that's why they keep doing it 
My child is eight, and this is fresh to him. I'm so pleased that we were able to bring 18 people of varying ages who all had a good time. I say forget the negatives. Focus on what we sometimes forget. An afternoon or evening with your kids is the best pacifier. That was, that was beautiful. Thank you. That was, that was truly something. No, so I used to watch this movie like all the time. <laughs> because it was always on the Disney Channel. Like every other day it was on Disney Channel. Um, was it really? Oh, yeah, for sure, man. I mean, I was a step above Disney. I owned this movie on DVD. Oh, really? See, I never had that. Never, never part of that life. Uh, but my favorite scene, always and forever, will be when the Girl Scouts beat up the other group of kids. It's such a poorly like, choreographed scene. It's still the best scene in the whole movie, though. Like, that's what you don't understand, I think. It, it's, it's perfect. It's, it's magical. <laughs> that is what movies are made for, sir. <sighs> but, yeah. I mean, obviously. And I, I, like, I like the moment where Vin Diesel is inside the supermarket, and then he sees what's happening on the security monitor. Mm-hmm. And then he comes outside with his full shopping cart still. Mm-hmm. So you have to wonder, did he, did he, did he pay for his out? groceries and then come on, check on the situation? Or did he steal his groceries? <laughs> These are the questions worse. I want to know while <laughs> watching this film. <laughs> he was just whipping them through. <laughs> Got to scan them all. I... I but I had a bit of a mind blow when we were talking about this earlier. Because, I mean, I saw this movie as, so much as a kid. And then watching it again for this, I was like, hmm, she kind of looks like Britney Snow. And then I come on here, I'm like, yeah, no one really ever did anything to the kids. I'm like, the one girl looks like Britney Snow. And Aaron's like, that is Britney Snow. I'm like, what? And I just looked through it. I'm like, oh my God, it is Britney Snow. And my mind just blew in that moment. I was, uh, I was a little wrecked after that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then the the kid, the Nazi kid has a role in Bates Motel, which is yeah. why I brought we were talking about this earlier. Yeah, because I was like, he looks so young here. But so that was interesting from that perspective. Ben yeah. Diesel also looked really young here, like compared to Fate of the Furious and all that. Yeah, I mean, do you know what's great it- about this movie, though, Aaron? Something what? that I think will make both of you appreciate it even more and wish that this outcome had happened. It would make The Pacifier one of the greatest films of all time, but uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson was considered to play Shane, and he dropped out, and Vin Diesel took the role. I think what we need is a Pacifier 2 with both of them. That would that would be a big money movie, dude. That's how I'd they can settle it. their differences. I would go see that in yeah. theaters. I would I would pay like twenty bucks, IMAX 3D, you, Pacifier two. <laughs> what do you want to go see? Like, oh, who could change a diaper the fastest? Like, oh, have them argue over like baby powder, just like some. This this is how they can settle their Fast and Furious feud, is by doing the Pacifier two together. Oh, that's what. No, I, you know what? Fast not, and Furious Nine like is gonna be called, that, right? That two minutes ago. <laughs> no, Fast what? and Furious Nine is gonna be called. Fast. What? The the pat the past and furious. I don't know. No, it's fine. We're still furious. You know, 
It's cool. Eh, whatever. Fine. Fine. Nine. Fine and nine. It kind of works. Fate and eight. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, I think it was good. But you know what would make this movie even better? This sequel that we've got planned? You know who also was considered for the role of Shane Wolf? Bruce Willis. <laughs> so we need to get the three of them. Three of the, just the buffest, most ripped, bald men in Hollywood. And just get them in one movie together. There we go. I, I, I would want Bruce Willis. Yeah. I don't know. If, if, all, if all three of them were at a battle, I'm voting on Bruce. I want Bruce. What if you had to choose one to be your nanny? Which one would you choose? Like in real life? In real life. Probably, the rock. Probably the rock. Yeah, The Rock. There's no doubt The Rock. Uh, yeah. Probably The Rock. Like, like... Vin Diesel second, Bruce Willis third. The Rock's actually a really big Christian too. And I want that influence for my kids. So <laughs> there we go. Also, according to The Rock, now these are his words. But Vin Diesel's a bit of a candy ass, so. <laughs> yeah, my kids don't eat candy, so. Yeah, they don't eat candy. We can't have candy. So no Vin Diesel. Guys, I think all that's right, all man. we have to say about the pacifier. <laughs> Such a terrible movie. Oh, it's so You're happy you saw it. so rushed, so cheesy, so poorly made, all, mm. but oh, it, was, know, it was a wonderful time. Did you know Jackie Chan was like considered to be the North Korean spy originally. <sighs> that would have made it even worse. But do you know why they chose the two people they did? Why? Are they actually from Korea? No. They're they're Jackie Chan's stunt team. So they just got a <laughs> stunt team to be in it instead of him. It's cheaper. Yeah. She gets her eyebrows burned off or whatever, remember that part? I do remember that part, yes. When it turns into, like, Home Alone for, like, ten minutes. Yeah. You're just like, okay. But Jackie Chan, who's who's really laughing? Because Jackie Chan was in The Spy Next Door, so. I think Jackie Chan is, because he's rich and can do whatever he and wants. And he won an Oscar. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'll wait till you get one, Vin Diesel. You probably won't. All right, guys, let's move on. Fate of the Furious wow. going to win. Did you see that crying scene? Did you see that scene it hurts, where man. he shed tears? It was so confusing. <laughs> You're like, what is happening? Is he crying? Is he is is he just like is he just like sweating in an awkward way? I don't know what's happening here, Vin Diesel. I don't I don't I don't like this. I don't like this, Vin Diesel. Please stop. Guys. Please stop acting. <laughs> Let's move on. But this also don't, because I love you. Movie of the week. Oh my god! I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Hey, give me my ball. Carpet day! Huh? No! Who has it this week? It's Aaron, right? It's Aaron. It's Aaron. It is me. What you yes, got for indeed. us? Uh, well, didn't really have the time to watch any bad movies recently, so I'm just gonna like dig into my kind of my vault here. Dig deep. And I just want to talk about this little film called Troll. Not Troll Two, but the original, Not the even OG the original. Troll. 
because they're not related. <laughs> so they're not related. The no, animal. not in any way. <laughs> but they are both quite terrible. Yeah. Harry Potter's in this one, right? Yes, this is this is the film that stars a young boy named Harry Potter who gets trained by this wizard in the magical arts. It's the He's the, not kidding, guys. <laughs> it, it, it's I'm I'm not kidding. <laughs> so JK Rowling stole her entire bit <laughs> from this movie. That would be amazing if you did. I don't know. I don't know. I think there was a lawsuit. I think there was a lawsuit. Aaron, what what's up with this yes. movie? Why is it so bad? <sighs> it's been a while since I've seen it, but basically, yes, there is this family. You got Harry Potter Sr. Mm-hmm. You got Harry Potter Jr. Mm-hmm. The, the, those are their names. You got to deal with it. Those are their names. But you got the Potter family. And they move into this apartment complex. Mm-hmm. And then, like, a few a few minutes into this film, basically, the the daughter of this family, Harry Potter Jr.'s sister, mm-hmm. gets Lily. kidnapped by a troll and replaced by a troll. Mm. Mm. And, and then you find out that what's happening is the trolls are... The, this troll now is going around the apartment complex... Being let into these people's rooms just because they're just letting this little girl in and then turning into a troll, stabbing them with a ring, and then they transform into cocoons and turn into plants, which then turn into more trolls. And it turns out that if they manage to turn every single apartment in this apartment complex into one of these... cocoon forest troll rooms before a certain time then they like conquer the world or something they like get to merge their world with the troll world and then get to conquer the world or something yeah no that makes sense i read i read that somewhere that was that was in a science journal i read at some point yes very yes that's I think Bill Nye did that on his new Netflix show. I yeah. think that was the first was, episode. I haven't watched it yet, but I'm fairly right certain. Well, I mean, Bill Nye isn't really a science guy. Have you have you realized that? Has the internet realized that yet? I don't think it's ever going to realize that. I, I remember reading that fact in that in a journal where it also said that uh, global warming was a product of the Chinese. I think I remember that being somewhere in there. I don't know. Somewhere. You know, so like real science. Right, right, yeah. right. But, uh, yeah. So. It's like you have more arbitrary fantasy rules than the other franchise starring a kid named Harry Potter does. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what kind of nonsense is this? You got to invade each apartment in this apartment <laughs> complex and then if you do that before a certain time 
then you get to merge the world with the troll world. Yo, like, why this apartment comp? David, it sounds like why some all the apartments? You know what I mean? Like, you, oh, you got to stand on this plate, but you can't stand on it too long. And then when you're off, you gotta uh, do it's some yes. Destiny raid yeah. type crap up in here. I'm not a fan. <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So, so, so we have trolls taking over an apartment building, you know. Yeah, Apparently course, the apartment building is the gate to the world. Good to know. Yes. And then there's, there's people in these apartment buildings, wherever, and one of them is played by Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Oh, and yeah. And then they have this moment. Everyone who is, like, tricked by this troll's ring and turns into a cocoon or whatever, then they emerge as, like, this pile of, like, vines and, like, ugly little troll creatures or whatever. Mm-hmm. He does the same thing that Julia Louis-Dreyfus. She comes out of her cocoon. She's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. But naked. Doesn't get turned into a troll. Just has no clothes anymore. I mean, you know that the director was like, yo, so like I know it's written in the script that like they turn into trolls... But, like, this seems like a great excuse to get Julia Louis-Dreyfus naked, so, like, should we do it? And they're like, you know what? I have no integrity. Sure, let's go for it, man. I'm gonna guess that's exactly how that conversation <laughs> went. That's exactly. <laughs> and then there's this other great... There's this whole subplot in this film where they have this... The, the, the young boy, Harry Potter Jr., befriends or no it's not the young boy it's the girl the girl who's also a troll or whatever mm-hmm. she ends up befriending this uh little person that lives in the apartment complex and then like she's talking to this little person and she's like didn't you ever wish as a child that you could be a troll and then the, <laughs> the guy's like yes all i've ever wanted was to be a troll because i feel like i am truly a troll <laughs> And then she turns him into a troll, like all the other people. And, like, he emerges, and he's this little troll creature. And he's looking around, and he's, like, smiling at the room and everything. And then that's where his storyline ends. They never pick up on it for the rest of the film. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. That's bad. That's very bad. (laughs) All right. <laughs> so yeah, you know, this whole troll thing just goes on, and then Harry Potter Jr. starts training with this wizard who who lives in the apartment complex as well, and like she has like this weird relationship where like she was like married to like this troll king or something mm-hmm. at one point, and this is weird backstory or whatever. Yeah. So then at some point. The worlds are merging almost. Uh oh. Harry Potter Jr. travels into the troll world to try yeah. to save his sister. I hate when that happens. And then there's this giant troll creature or whatever. And then the like uh the one troll, the troll who was who took the place of his sister, is also like in love with his sister oh, or something because oh, he wants oh. her to be his wife. Bad or, touch. Yeah, very bad touch. So the giant troll creature is going to kill the two children, and then this troll, being in love with the girl, picks up a spear, throws it at the troll creature, and kills it. Mm. And so 
the trolls defeat themselves. Yeah. This whole entire movie was a complete waste of your time. But, Harry Potter Jr. But did not do anything. But I mean, I think the director might disagree. Why is that? Because he did get to see Julia Louis Dreyfus naked, so he's like, he's like, I don't even care what happens with this movie. Like, he's like, I already won. I won here. Uh, so I don't I'm even care if none of our plot lines get finished, and instead the trolls just defeat themselves. Yeah. I don't care that this whole plot hinges on trolls conquering an apartment complex. He's like, I've won. I don't care that I'm being really <laughs> offensive to little people. <laughs> I set out to get Julia Louis-Dreyfus <laughs> naked, and that's what I did. So you can thank me for that, world. Oh, my God. I mean, in that way, the film's a success, right? Like he won. Like he he, 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 he did exactly he got what, what he, he came for. Do. Yeah. If that's if that's the you know measure of success. Yeah. He did it. He did it. Perfect. And without this film, we would have never had Troll Two, <laughs> or at least not with the same name. If you don't piss on hospitality. I won't allow it. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, let's move on to the fault in your stars. Oh, okay. I don't even have time to tell you how wrong you are. Actually, it's going to bug me if I don't. That's fine. I get that, but you're wrong and I hate you. David. So I, I have two shorter ones. They're for two separate movies, but Ooh. they're both good, though. All right. Well, let's, do, let's double it up, you know? Let's give them a little treat this week. Double it up. All right. Ready? Mm -hmm. So this is a one-star movie. Oh, good. Meaning, it's a phenomenal movie. Wait, wait, wait. Let me, let me explain the rules. I feel like I, I need to do this every week because if someone's I just know. coming in. Fallen in the Stars is, of course, the game where we go on Flickster, we find a review, we find a bad review for a good movie or a good review for a bad movie. We read the review. The other two people try and guess what the review is for. Guys, David, read us the first review for the first movie. So, this review states... It's hard to believe that a hotel that size in Colorado would close in the winter with all the skiing business. That's Zero out of two people found this review helpful, if you're wondering. Uh, is this... That's The Shining. The Shining? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, I thought that was that's quite, the quite thing. funny. That's the hardest thing to believe so, in that whole movie. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Not the guy in the weird dog costume. No, no. But not but the that. twins. Not that either. No, nothing. Nothing. All right. Now that this is a five-star movie. I'm a five-star man. I'm a five-star man. I never knew what struggles Bugs went through. Changed my life. Is that the whole review? Yep. Wait, how many stars is that? Five. Five stars. So I assume it's not Bugs Life, so it must be Ants, right? No, I think Ants also was critically acclaimed. Was it really? I think so. Ants sucks. Now I need to know if Ants was critically what acclaimed. What if the movies are about Bugs? Ants was critically acclaimed, I'm, I'm telling oh, it you. it sure was. It's like 90-something percent. That's... Dumb. Bugs? 
Bugs, bugs, bugs. Movies about bugs. Human centipede. <laughs> um, I felt like I was on to something there. Um, I don't know. I really don't know. Movies about bugs. David, can you give us the director? You can look it up. Okay. Well, how about the lead? How, who's the lead in this movie? Give us the leads. Give us the leads. leads. Give, give us the leads. Oh, oh, Glengarry Glen Ross. That was another one I forgot to mention. <laughs> Become like a recurring joke on the podcast. You stupid. Uh, Kevin Spacey. <laughs> oh, it's... What? Bugs Life. Bugs Life is a great movie. Yeah. Nah, I, I don't think so. What? <laughs> what? No. Bugs Life is totally critically acclaimed, right? No. Bugs Life. No, 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 no. I don't. I don't think it's a good movie. Internet. Maybe reboot already underway should make a poll. Is Bugs Life a good movie? Uh, I think the poll will be overwhelmingly yes. yes. But it's, we can test this. We can. We can it no. is one of we the best this, Pixar David. movies. I don't know what's happening here. Also, starring Julia Louis Dreyfus. <laughs> I wonder if John but Lasseter got to see not her naked. naked. Oh, well, she's an aunt. So. Huh. What has this devolved into? <laughs> Guys, thank you for listening. If you want to find us around the internet, you can find me, Jacob, at Jacob. Or, uh, no, I'm not that anymore. I'm Jake underscore Lace on Twitter. Also, uh, Jake Lace on Tumblr. David, of course, you can find him at DBEX with two S's, 15 on Twitter. Aaron, you can find him at Little Flame Dude on Twitter. This clever blog name is already taken on Tumblr, and he'll probably write a Guardians of the Galaxy review um, before, I, before I get to see it. Indeed. Indeed, I will. Look for that. And if you want to find, if you want to follow the podcast on the internet, you can find us at Twitter at Reboot Already Un. Um, you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and now, of course, we have a new Facebook page as well. Um, go on there, post and stuff. Post and stuff. Uh, maybe I'll put the poll on there. Who knows? Uh, but of course, guys, leave us an uh, leave us a review on SoundCloud on iTunes. Five stars. You know what? Give us five stars. I think we deserve it. What what more do we need to do? Do I need to do another Alex Jones impression? I swear to Give me. us as many stars as you would give the bye-bye, man. Give us don't, that many stars. Don't tell him to do that, man. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, uh, thank you for listening. I will see you all again next week with the final episode of season one of Reboot Already Underway. Guys, thank you for listening. We'll see you all again next week. Goodbye. And we're going to be talking about a new... Goodbye, by the Well, I mean, I, I, I said it because I knew you wanted to get that in there. But I also wanted to say we have a new segment next week. So join us for that as well. Sure. All right. See you all later. Goodbye.